0: Hello and welcome to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast. I'm Daniel Morris, Chief Market Strategist, and I'm joined today by Victoria Whitehead, Senior Portfolio Manager for European Investment Grade Credit. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you. I think it's probably been an interesting start to the year for you, Victoria. Uh, We've had a lot going on in the markets. Spreads in particular for credit uh, have been rising after uh, a year uh, in 2021 where it was just the opposite. And and we're starting really from a point where valuations were quite challenging. And perhaps we're seeing the consequence of that today. Now, the other thing that's going on, of course, is anticipating increases in policy rates, uh, both from the Fed and potentially from the ECB. And I would think whether or not we actually see those hikes from the ECB is one of the key questions. Uh, On one hand, if you look at market estimates, uh, there may be as many as 50 basis points to come over the next year. But at the same time, quite a few investors uh, and even the ECB itself seems to be skeptical that that's actually going to happen. The other big news we have is the anticipated end of the corporate sector purchase program where the ECB uh, was buying not only corporate bonds but government bonds. And then I'm sure you as a portfolio manager need to anticipate what that means uh, for yields and for spreads. So a lot a lot to keep you busy. So if you take all of that into account, Victoria, what is your outlook for credit for the year? And perhaps you can talk about kind of the different parts of the market uh, in terms of ratings or sectors uh, where you think perhaps there's going to be more opportunity.
1: Yes. I mean, certainly the level of volatility that we are seeing is high historically versus how the corporate bond market has traded over the last few years. Um, the uh, the corporate bond purchase program um, has been uh, very positive for credit spreads over the last five years, and we have often had the uh, the various central banks being a very dominant buyer in corporate bond markets over this period. So we are rather more worried about the end of this program rather than rate hikes per se. If we look historically how credit markets have reacted to periods of rising rates, it's not necessarily the outright level that is a problem for credit spreads. It's more the speed in which that happens and the volatility around that and whether or not uh, the markets think that the uh, the central banks are too behind the curve or are reacting too slowly. And so a correction in that will be more painful for the economic outlook. But clearly the real problem for our market will be the, uh, the potential end of the corporate bond purchase program. And we did see that happen at the last round of central bank meetings where we actually had the Bank of England who announced that they were ending their own corporate purchase program and indeed were even contemplating selling the positions that they already own. Now, we don't expect the central bank, the ECB, to do that in Europe. We expect them to hold on to the bonds that they have already owned. But our problem will be is that we have this very strong buyer in the market that will gradually disappear. We think that the uh, the ECB currently owns about 15% of the European investment-grade corporate bond market, which is about €350 billion euros worth of holdings. So they are significant. And um, you know, this is something that the market needs to contend with, is this change in the technicals of European corporate bonds. We've previously had a market which is very technically strong, and we are moving into one where the technicals are weaker with the end of this bond-buying program.
0: So on one hand, you have this set of challenges from the central banks, interest rates going up at some point, but even more importantly, as you point out, uh, the end of the bond purchase program. And then, of course, you have to deal with the economics. So if we think about corporate profits, if we think about inflation, I think what we're learning from the current reporting season for the fourth quarter is that you know earnings actually were quite strong uh, at the end of last year. That said, forecasts for all of 2022 are only for about 4% earnings growth. So how do you think about the corporate profit outlook? And then on the other hand, what about inflation? I mean, certainly it's been higher for longer than most anyone expected. Uh, What is going to be the impact of that on corporate bonds?
1: Yes. So this is a very interesting point as well in that, you know, whilst, as I said, the technicals are deteriorating for corporate bonds, the fundamentals remain very much a, a strong point. And we are seeing even with this reporting season, we are seeing decent sets of results coming out from the companies Their debt levels are manageable. Their cash positions are very, very strong. They have bolstered their balance sheets particularly post the COVID crisis in March 2020. So the corporates themselves are actually coming out of this in a very strong position Fundamentally, we are not really worried about fundamentals. We are seeing low default rates, even in high yield, and the rating cycle is turning positive, which means that we are actually seeing an increasing number of corporates having their ratings upgraded rather than downgrade. So the fundamental picture is actually strong. The inflation issue is complicated because not all corporates have the same input cost uh, or the power to pass on those higher prices to their customers. So some sectors will be better protected than others. Interestingly, I think financials is a very interesting sector currently. The banks have suffered over the last uh, years from this very low interest rate cycle with very low interest rates, which has been a negative for bank profits, but they are one of the sectors that stands to benefit from this rising rate environment. And that is one of the reasons why we prefer financials to corporates currently in terms of our sector allocation. It's also worth noting that uh, within the corporate bond purchase program, banks were not included in this program. So the ECB were not buying uh, bonds issued by financials, which means that they should be less vulnerable to a spread widening when this program stops. So those are two good reasons why we prefer financials over non-financials at this point in the cycle.
0: So you mentioned spread widening, and I started the podcast by discussing that it's been a challenging start to the year with spreads uh, going wider, both for investment grade and high yield. Can I ask you a bit about your outlook for spreads? Uh, What do you think is driving this? Is it uh, deteriorating macroeconomic environment? Is it just anticipating the hikes from the ECB? And then how far do you think it might go?
1: Yes, I think it really is a reaction to the central banks. And I think it is the concerns in the market that the central banks are behind the curve when it comes to rate rises. They have been saying for a long time that these inflation pressures are transitory, whereas I think the market was a bit more sceptical about whether they were transitory or not. And I think certainly as we have gone through this year and we continue to see inflation prints that are higher than expectations, I think the markets are worried that the central banks are going to have to be more aggressive than previously we have thought. And obviously the risk there is that that aggressive rate rise, that aggressivity means that the economic outlook is more vulnerable as a result. So I think it really is the volatility we are seeing currently in the markets is a concern, not about the end level of where interest rates are, but the fact that we are seeing this volatility and concerns around the speed of the tightening.
0: If I could summarize then some of the things you shared with us, Victoria, you've talked about how this year, alongside wider spreads, we've had uh, higher volatility. A couple contributors to that, uh, you highlighted how on the one hand, the technicals for the market are deteriorating. And by that, you talked about how the ECB is going to be ending its corporate securities purchase program. Uh, And that over the last several years, the ECB has been a dominant buyer of corporate bonds, and that's going to change. And that's uh, certainly one of the reasons that we've had spreads widen, uh, on top of the fact that we anticipate higher policy rates uh, in the near future, uh, both in the U.S. and in the Eurozone. Offsetting that, you pointed out that the fundamentals are actually still strong. And the lesson from the current earnings reporting season we're going through is that profits have been good. Levels are manageable, and corporates in general have strong cash positions. When we talked about inflation, you pointed out that the impact on different sectors and different companies is variable. So, sector selection, security selection is key. Well, that's all we have time for today. If you'd like more information, please reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact, or check out our Investors Corner blog. For listeners who have devices with Alexa, you can ask Alexa to enable Investment Insights or search for Investment Insights on Amazon under the category Alexa Skills. My thanks to Victoria for sharing her insights. Please join me next week when I'll be speaking with Jenny Yu about the outlook for inflation. Until then, we hope you stay safe and take care. This podcast presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BMP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.